Welcome and hello, my friends. Thank you so much for taking up your Wednesday and spending a little bit of it with us on the Bible Tracks broadcast from the offices of Bible Tracks Incorporated in Bloomington, Illinois. Very short introduction to our ministry is that we have been around for over eight decades supplying Christian workers just like you with the tools you need to tell other people about the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have over 40 different titles of gospel tracts, and we'd love to send some to you completely free of charge. Go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org. Now, why should you consider using tracts? That's a great question. Well, I'd like to give you a really good reason. Here's one for you. From all the way back in 19... 92. Almost 30 years ago, here's a story of someone that found a track in an odd place and they read it and made a, an incredible decision for God. Now, I will tell you this. This is kind of part of a throwback week of reading some decisions, some salvation testimonies from a long time ago. We get salvation testimonies all the time here at Bible Track. So this is just to kind of give you a little of an idea of the history. These decisions, these amazing accounts of God changing lives, they're not localized to decades ago. They're happening happening all the time and have been for 80 plus years years here at BTI. Here's a story from a man named Manuel from New York City, New York. He says this, I found a track on the floor outside. I took it inside my house with me and read it. I learned as a result of that track because that God was real because of the creation, the stars, sun, moon, plants, animals, the earth, and, and, and man, mankind that he has made. I found out while reading that track that God has a son named Jesus Christ. Imagine that for a moment, if you would. That this man, the first time he comes to grips with the fact that God has a son named Jesus Christ, is as a result of a track. And understand, this is not the humanistic, atheistic, secular world of today. This is almost 30 years ago that Manuel says this. I found that God has a son named Jesus Christ. I learned from that track that he loves me and doesn't want me to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell because of the eternal pain and suffering. So I asked Jesus Christ to become my Lord and Savior, the King of my life. Jesus is my Savior, and I know he's coming soon. You know, man, well, you might not be listening today, but if you are, you knew he was coming soon 30 years ago. Can I tell you, he's only closer today. Here's what he asks. Would you mind sending me some more tracks to hand out to others? He specifically asked for a track called Seven Important Questions Boys and Girls Ask. And he says, thank you with three exclamation points. God bless you. What an amazing account. Over 25 years ago, a quarter of a century, this man got saved as a result of this ministry, Bible Tracks Incorporated. We are so very excited about what God allows us to do here at BTI. And I'd like to, if I can, I'd like to highlight that track that he mentioned. Let me tell you about this track called Seven Important Questions That Boys 
and Girls Ask. It's one of the greatest tracks that we have for young people, as you could probably tell by the title. It's a phenomenal track. We actually have some young people. We had a grandmother that ordered some for her granddaughter to take to her private school with her to pass out to her classmates. That's phenomenal. We'd love for you to order it as well. That title is a little bit intriguing. Not just for children, but adults feel the need to read it as well. It's been beautifully redesigned by our operations manager, our lead designer here at BTI, Austin Marriott. He did a phenomenal job with the coloration. It's very pleasing on the eye. It's very nice to look at. And on the inside, it's very easy to read. A large font size. It doesn't use too many big words or anything like that, but it's not super simplistic either. Seven questions that boys and girls ask. What are some of those questions you might ask yourself? Who is God? Not only does this tract have these questions, like who is God? Who is Jesus? Where did we come from? But it also has a short, succinct answer that piques the young person's or adult's interest about things of eternity. Where did we come from? Well, there's a Bible verse here. Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God made all people. The first man and woman he made were named Adam and Eve. And that's just a short summation of this answer. What is sin? And there are a few other questions as well. But Manuel, 20-something years ago, was ordering this track, and still we have young people and adults get saved as a result of this very track right here on an almost weekly basis. We'd absolutely love for you to contact us. Our ministry is equipping Christians with the tools they need to give the gospel out. We'd love for you to get in contact with us. Visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. If you have a great testimony, maybe you have what you think of just a middle of the road, a, a simple testimony of your salvation, I'd love to hear about it. Anything at all that you'd like to do to co- contact me, the best way to contact me, I should say, is this, 309-316-7240. Again, that text number, 309 316 40. I mentioned on the program yesterday, we had a man contact me to let me know that he accepted Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. How amazing is that? And you can get in contact with me as well. Manuel, 20-something years ago, he used snail mail. You could do that as well, P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. Or you can go ahead and text me. Use a 21st century tool as well. Let's turn our attention to our discipleship study. Discipleship study number five, Ephesians chapter four is where we will begin today. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it in the coming days. I'm going to put the the short reading on prayer off to the side just for today. I'll tell you a little bit more about where that's going in the near future. But to give us time to get through the discipleship study today, let's look at Ephesians chapter four and verse number 27. We've talked about the enemies of the Christian. We've talked about the flesh, the the body's old nature, which does not leave when we get saved. It's constantly warring. It's constantly fighting against the Holy Spirit of God. We talked about the world, the system of evil that the majority of people follow across the world. Number three, the devil, otherwise known as Lucifer or Satan. We've talked about the enemy. That's what our focus is in discipleship study number five. 
We talked about the devil's names, his beginnings, his sin of pride, and now we look at his goal. What motivation does the devil have in carrying out these attacks on the Christian? Let's look at that today for just a moment. You see, our enemy, and to know our enemy, to know his goal is to know his goal, his aim. Every fiber of his being is bent on this. He wants to hurt God and rob him of his glory. He does this by hurting and trying to destroy the creation God most loves mankind. Of course, understand this, that the devil, in a one-on-one match against God, Almighty Jehovah God, he would lose miserably. He knows that. That's why he doesn't attack God directly. He goes through us. We are like rooks, bishops, knights, pawns on a chessboard in this eternal struggle between the evil one and between God. God loves us. He doesn't treat us like pawns. He doesn't treat us like lessers. But the devil, he'll kill anything in his way, destroy anything possible to get to God. His ultimate goal is for every person, for every person, is to get him or her to go to hell. But once a person gets saved, accepts Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior, here's what he wants. He knows he can't get their eternal soul. He just wants a quote-unquote place in their life. Ephesians 4.27. If you're there, say amen. You got it? Very good. Ephesians 4.27 says this, neither give place to the devil. That word place means a toehold or a license. That word place, the, the Greek word for it is topos or the word we get topography from. Don't give ground to the devil. All he wants to do is just get a toehold in your life. Just the tiniest little bit of a place. You know the old saying, you give an inch, you'll take a mile. That's what the devil does every time. There's a good old song that says this, sin will take you further than you wanted to go. You'll stay longer than you wanted to stay. It'll cost you more than you wanted to pay. Friend, can I tell you, When the Bible warns us, admonishes us, exhorts us not to give place to the devil, God is deadly serious about that. Don't give the devil anything. What are some of the enemies, the devil's characteristics? Let's look here for just a moment. He is a liar. Jesus actually called him the father of lies. Our first introduction to Satan is him lying to Adam and Eve when he told them that they would be as gods if they ate the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in Genesis chapter 3. Pride is the root of this lie. This is his big lie that he tells everyone. You can be your own God. What is humanistic philosophies? What, what are its major tenets that you as a human are a God? Can I tell you, friend, that does not line up with the Bible. Biblically speaking, you and I are not gods, and we never will be gods. It's only humanity's pride that causes us to think we could ever be equal with God Almighty. Revelation 12, 9, we read it the other day, says, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. 
How does he lie? He questions God's word. Why do you think that God's word is so very important in the Christian's life, or should I say, should hold such a special place in the Christian's life? Because God's word is the anchor. It is the absolute truth from which we draw everything else All of our practice, all of our methodology, everything we do should be anchored in God's word. And when it's not, we open ourselves up to all sorts of untold error and mistakes and sin. The devil would like nothing more than to get you to be distrustful of God. One of his best tools is mixing truth and falsehood, mixing right with error. Can I tell you, friend, there are some doctrines, some fundamentals of the faith that do not need to be tampered with. The devil would like nothing more than to mess those things up and in the process mess you up. We're going to talk about the fact that he's a perverter, an imitator. We're going to talk about his appearances in the next few days of the program. God bless. Have a great day for his glory. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.